Hi everybody, my name is Steph and I am here with Jess. Welcome to Trish Chat. Before we begin, we want to remind everybody that everything you'll hear in this episode is based on our personal experiences. So let's start. Today we are going to talk about loss. And when we say the word loss, we don't exclusively mean um, the death of, of a loved one. What we mean in addition to that um, can be ending a relationship, whether that be a friendship or a romantic relationship or a divorce. Um, we mean ending a relationship with a loved one, such as a parent. We mean having to give away a pet that you very dearly loved, um, that sort of loss. It might even be having to give up a habit that like, or a part of yourself that you thought defined you but no longer serves you. Mm -hmm. um, so any sort of loss that you can think of. So before we start, or actually in order to start, um, I think it would be good for us to answer the question, like, what's the biggest loss that you think you've dealt with so far in your life? That's a tough one um, because I've definitely had a lot of loss in my life mm -hmm. um, as I've been reflecting lately. Um, you know, I think All those things you mentioned are really hard and some people, um, for some people it takes the, it takes a toll on them in a, in a way that like, it feels like the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of one of those people, like I don't, I don't take loss very well, mm -hmm. um, particularly in romantic relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking back to my past relationships, it's they were always so hard to um, mourn because mm -hmm. I think that I love with everything in me, uh, regardless of what relationship I'm in. And I think I give a lot of myself to that individual. And so when something doesn't work out regardless if it was that I chose for it not to work out or the other person did it's always really really hard for me and yeah. I'm never prepared even though I've definitely been through my share of breakups yeah. um I think that I know that when those things happen they trigger a part of me that I don't think I've ever dealt with um from my past from my childhood yeah. um and so that's always been really hard. But um, other than that, I think, you know, losing Trish was really, really tough on me. Um, it was... Losing her... It feel like everything happened so fast. Um, when she passed away mm -hmm. I, I felt like I had very little time to mourn even though nobody told me that 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 was like a thing yeah I just felt like I needed to fix things yeah um, I wanted to just be as available and present for her loved ones because I know that I felt like I didn't deserve to be upset like yeah. why because her family was going through it much worse than I was. Like, I see, yeah. you know, um, her mom and, and her, her dad and her siblings, like, 
that was her world and and you know Trish I call her Patty but she was theirs and I just kept thinking like oh my god I can't imagine what's going through their like like I can't imagine the type of pain they're feeling if I'm feeling this much pain Mm -hmm. and so I just wanted to help with that pain even though there was nothing I could do to help with that um but I, I wanted to be there because that was the right thing to do. And, like, Trish would have done the same thing for my family. Yeah. You know? And and so um, I went through that. You know, it, it definitely had brought me closer to her family. And, and, and it was... It was beautiful to be there for one another. Um, but I found that, like, I didn't truly deal with her loss. Um, because you suppressed all those feelings. Yeah. And so, I don't know if you remember, but I would just break down randomly. Yeah. Um, out of nowhere. I just start bawling and just thinking. I think about her all the time and... You know, it took me a while to really accept the fact that she was gone. And even now, I have those moments where something comes up. You know, her and I went to high school together. We went to the same college. And Trish got me through some of the craziest breakups of my life. Um, Yeah. She was my rock. And she was just... She meant so much to me, and so she knew a lot about me that other people don't know. And Mm -hmm. so when I have moments where I just want to, like, reminisce or, like, talk to her, it kind of reminds me all over again that she's She's not not physically here, and I get really, really sad. Um, And so, you know, that's been really tough for me, but I think that being able to deal with loss um what has helped me is really having like a strong support system at least one person that you can like lean on yeah um to talk through all these feelings and not suppress them and just be raw with like what you're feeling um and for a long time trish was that person for me yeah um and then you know when you and i started dating you wore my rock when Trish passed away like I don't know what I would have done without you being there to just hold me when I was shaking and crying and like I had no words and you didn't ask for words you just sat there with me and I just remember how you were trying to find so many different ways to make me feel better because you knew how much pain I was in um, and you bought me the book Option B mm-hmm. by um, Cheryl, Sandberg. Cheryl Sandberg. And, you know, I guess the younger version of me would have been like, I'm not going to read a book to, like, help me feel better. Like, I'm just yeah. going to figure this out on my own. But reading that book was so helpful um, because it it brought a different perspective to loss. Uh, so... Cheryl Sandberg lost her husband unexpectedly like a few years ago or something. And she talks about, you know, how she dealt with that. And 
I love how she highlights like the whole the whole picture on how she was very privileged that like she could afford to like pay for her house with like her husband gone now and like she had help with her children and like she had paid time off and yeah. like she could do she could break down in ways that like other people couldn't uh, or can't because they don't have those same privileges to like pause their life for a second yeah um so i always respect respected her for that um but she she talked about loss in a way where i was always she talks about how you should never erase the people that are gone in the sense that if you lose someone and you're with a group of people your friends and family shouldn't not ask you about them shouldn't mm. not bring up memories about them because you can't pretend they never existed you want to be able to share those memories and like mm. speak to those things and she talked about how sad she would get when um people would get weird and not ask her about her husband or if they're talking about their marriages or their relationships they get like super awkward or they wouldn't bring it up and so yeah she's she talked about how like that was the worst thing that people could do and and i think Brene brown touches on that too and that she says that um i don't want to butcher her words but essentially she says like you understand the gravity of what i lost when you're able to talk about it mm -hmm. right because you're showing gratitude mm -hmm. for the for that for that one thing that i you know that i no longer have yeah for sure and honoring those people right like and that really that really changed my perspective on things because i i was the one going through a loss but yeah. it also helped me be there for trisha's family yeah um you know obviously they were very very sad and so i just wanted to make sure that i wasn't saying the wrong thing or triggering them in any way but i noticed that during the moments that they were able to have gratitude for having her in their life for as long as they did i was able to share sides of trish that like they never known yeah. you know i was able to share with her brother how much she respected and loved him and her sister and how much how she thought they were honorable and like she gave them such a hard time but she was always worried about them and wanted the best for them and yeah. she 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 just loved them so much and i don't know i didn't know if they knew that and yeah. so i wanted to make sure they did yeah um and it seemed like you know they were open to that that kind of um discussion and um when you would ask me about trish and like to tell you stories and things like that like it was nice because i was able to reflect on like the good memories and the way she impacted my life and like you lit up in a way because you were like wow i never knew any of those things yeah i mean because i i knew her but i didn't know her as well as you did and i think the the main like nuggets here in terms of like how to cope with that loss and work through it was from my standpoint as like a person providing support i didn't have the words to give you to deal with that loss so i found 
the person who did, and it was Sheryl Sandberg. Yeah. And so I was like, if, if I can't offer you that that type of like wording, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm gonna find a I'm gonna find a way to give that to you. And I'm I'm glad that that worked out. And at the same time, you know, although Trish had la- has left the world physically, um, I still believe that like. <clears throat> she's still with us and she's still watching over everyone and like sending us messages, you know, however she, she can. Like I, um, and so in me, in me asking you about the the positive memories of her, it is in making sure that you keep her spirit alive. And in that, even though you experience a loss, you can feel the, the gratitude and the privilege of having gotten to know her. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think it also just taught me to challenge myself on how I deal with any type of loss um, and understanding that like it's going to be painful no matter what it is, but that mm-hmm. it's so important to um, let your emotions out, express them, find someone that you can you know, express those feelings with and just be with the feelings. Like, yeah. You say this all the time, like, trust the process, let them flow trust through you. Trust the process. That um, is the one, trust the process. Yeah. I think when we are faced with loss or a significant change, we always want to know a timeline, right? Because now we live in an era where it's instant gratification. And so we want to know, like, okay, I'll, I'll give my all. I'll, I'll cry. I'll be mad. Like, I'll do it all. But, like, is it a week? Yeah. Two weeks? Like, I'm, I'll, and it's I'm like, of that. and I'm like, I don't know. And you don't know either. Mm-hmm. But the more that you keep wanting a timeline, the more that you're going to stay in this process. Like, you're going to stay in this state. You're not going to be able to move forward because you are going to put a lot of pressure on yourself to heal. And only you will know when it's time to take the next step forward. Yeah. And I always say it, I always think about it as like, you're sort of like in this tunnel that's filled with like soil or sand or whatever you want to figure it out and whatever you want to like think about and you have a shovel and you are like digging your way through, right? And you're like shoveling the, the, the sand or the soil behind you, right? And so you don't know when there's going to be that light at the end of the tunnel, but you just have to keep digging out because at some point there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And that's what you have to um, stick to is that if you just sit there and you're like, I don't know, like, I just want to know, like, how much more do I have to dig before I dig, right? Right. Like, you're just going to sit there. But if you just keep digging, you just keep digging and you just keep going, you're going to get to that, to that light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's not getting stuck in, we didn't touch on this yet, but not getting stuck in the initial feelings that you get, like the the guilt or the what ifs, um, the shame, yeah. things like that. Because I think with loss, that naturally happens. Like, how did I play a part in that? Right. Like, Or could yeah. I have been, could I have spoken to this person more before they passed away? Could yeah. I have like, could I have done something that would have changed the outcome? Yep. Yep. Because I remember... Um, I was supposed to see Trish that that week and she canceled on me and I I just couldn't get over that like it was something so small in the sense that I kept blaming myself and like I should have pushed more to like see her yeah um or during a breakup or losing a friend like you're always thinking like what part 
like how did I play a part in this and like how could I have changed it and you know you're so good about reminding me that you can't get stuck in the past there's nothing about the past that you can change you made the best decision you could make with the information you had and the feelings you had at the moment everything is it's all about hindsight right you have a different feeling and perspective then and it it just yeah you were not in the same place back then and so there's no point in sticking in those feelings um and just working through them so that you can get to that to that light I um I think my life really changed when I was in a like a group therapy session and the question was asked of you know do you do you believe that everyone's you know trying their best and you know, I just laughed. I was like, no, like people are trying their best. People are here being lazy, <laughs> saying they're going to do something and they don't. Saying yeah. they're going to go to the gym and they're just eating chips. Like <laughs> they're not out here. Like I'm one of those people that sometimes I'm like, I'm going to the gym and then I'm here eating popcorn. Like I'm not doing my best. Yeah. And despite the fact that a lot of the people were, were saying, no, people aren't doing their best. There was one person who was like, I absolutely have to believe that everyone else is doing their best because I'm doing my best. And I want that empathy from other people to know that I'm, I'm doing my best too. And that completely changed my my outlook yeah. and the way that I see people and the things, just the way that I think. And so we have to have some compassion for ourselves, right? And when we think like, well, if I had, if I had done this, maybe it would have been different. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did, you know, whatever. And it's like, no, if, you know, you need to believe that you were doing the best. And that's the best that you could do at that point, right? Like now you know better, so you're going to do better. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you you were doing the best for where you were in your life, the information that you had, the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's important to always remember that and to have that compassion yep. um, for yourself. Compassion. That's like the biggest thing, right? Like We have, well, at least we have, you and I, have so much compassion for others. Um, but I struggle so much with showing myself compassion. And that's something that I've been really, really working on lately because I think that that would make things so much easier um, if I just showed myself a little bit more compassion. Absolutely. Um, But how about you? What is like, what about your loss? loss? What's the biggest loss for you? Or you can mention more than one. My family, for sure. I mean... I went from, you know, having this great relationship with my parents and my siblings and, like, my entire family and then going through this process that went really fast where I was, like, you know, I I came to the realization that, I, that I'm gay and I was so happy that I came to that realization because I was, like, wow, like, I've, I've been feeling all this time like I've been missing something and this is what it's been, like, this is this is me. This is my authentic self. Like finally, this is who I've been looking for. Yeah. And you want to share that with your loved ones. You want to say like, I'm gay. You know, like I figured it out. And I was convinced in my head that my mom and um, and my dad and my siblings would be super supportive. And it was the exact opposite. Yeah. Um, they all turned on me. Mm-hmm. And. It's not that that all of them were mean to me, but it's also that, you know, some of them didn't come to my defense or say anything when my parents were like, that. that's not okay. Like, that's not okay in the eyes of God. That's, 
that's not cool. Um, and silence is compliance, as, as we'll always say. Um, so for me, it was, it was really hard because I think it's a different type of loss when someone's still alive, but they just refuse to acknowledge who you are as a person, right? Like you're invisible. Um, and I tried very hard for a long time. I, I did my best. And I finally ended up writing my mom a letter saying like, hey, you, you know, you really hurt me. You neglected me. You, you know, like this is who I am. I wouldn't make this up. You know, I just want to be accepted by you. And um, her response was like, no one's denying you. But like, if you, if you want to choose to be gay, then you don't need to come around. And that was the hardest rejection mm -hmm. that I've ever had in my life for your own mother to reject you after so many years and for so many people in your family to not say anything is really really hard because you go into that feeling of I must have not been enough that no one stood up for me I must have not been a good enough sister, a good enough daughter, a good enough granddaughter, a good enough anything for anyone to see that I'm still the same person. I've just figured out a part of me and I'm happier now. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's really hard. Um, and it's really hard to experience a loss that um, in a way you choose. To lose right it's like kind of ending a relationship right like you're making that choice to say like I don't want to be in this anymore and mm -hmm. my mom kind of made the choice but I also could have you know I could have kept trying right um, but I wasn't okay with having a part of myself suppressed so I, I also made a choice there to say this is not healthy for me and I need to cut this off and till this day I, I still have some family members that will randomly call me you know, after New Year's or after the holidays and they'll leave me a voice and say, hey, call me back. And I don't because I think it's very um, typical in Latinx culture for people to sweep things under the rug and then come and say like, hey, happy New Year. How are you? I, I miss you. And it's like, what about all these years that you never reached out to me when my parents were like yeah. denying that I existed or telling me that I was going to go to hell? What, what about all of those years? Now, happy New Year. They don't want to acknowledge. No one wants to acknowledge the trauma, but they want to be a part of, of your life, maybe because they want to feel better about themselves or right. they're, you know, they're trying and that's the only way that they know how. Um, but that, that just doesn't work for me. And so I, I numbed for a very long time. I numbed with work. I numbed with self-destructive behavior of saying that like, I'm going to do all these things that I wasn't. I was just sitting there, like, not doing anything, like, sitting idle. Yeah. Um, needing that constant validation from, from work that I was good enough, that I could grow, that I was, that, like, I was great. And I think it got to a point where it just wasn't working anymore. It just wasn't working anymore. And it was impacting our marriage. It was impacting me. 
it was impacting my happiness with myself, my ability to be happy for others. And it was just making me very uh, temperamental in the sense that if I had a bad day at work, I was having a bad life, you know? Because I never dealt with those emotions. And I was putting, I think, a lot of... I had a void. I had a, I had a big void that needed to be filled. And I and I, I think I put that void on others to fill. And it wasn't until I, I came to that realization and I, I had to tell myself, like, my reality is that I don't have a relationship with my family. I don't have a family right now. That is my reality. And that may sound harsh for people, but for me, that's what I had to tell myself so that I could feel because I am a master number, right? Like I think that I can subconsciously numb something to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. And like, I'm not a problem. I mean, I've even gone to my therapist's office to talk about really deep stuff and, and, and she'll say, you know, sometimes we can hide emotions under the things that we're talking about. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then I walk out of there and then I come home and I, I'll like burst into tears because I wasn't good, but I just numbed so much that it, it was hard for me to, to come back from that. And so I had to bring myself back to reality and tell myself, I don't have a family. I do not have a family right now. It is me. I, I don't have, like, I had to tell myself, like, normally, just think about little things, like normally you put your mom as your emergency contact, right? And I was like, my emergency contact is blank. I don't have an emergency contact. And I had to tell myself all of that so that I could cry and feel and kind of just pour out my cup of emotions Mm -hmm. so that I can start rebuilding and telling myself, like, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I have me at the end of the day, and I am good enough for me. And this this is what I need. I need me. I can, you know, like that love, I need to give that to myself, that, that nurture, I need to give that to myself. And I think that that inspired me to do, to embark on this year that I've been on where I've been doing all this work on myself to be a better me and to love myself more and to understand what I need to be my best self and to understand, um, what boundaries I need to put in place so that I can continue to to take care of, of myself. So I think for me, if I had to recap like what worked for me with loss, and I think mine was a little bit extreme, it, it was to just tell myself all the raw like reality. reality just tell myself like this is this is my reality so that I can feel through all of that so that I could cry so that I could be angry so that I could feel that it was unfair so that I could feel alone mm-hmm. and then after I took care, like took care of all of that it was more about what voids do I have right now like what what do I feel like I am missing and how can I give that to myself and I'm still on that journey I don't know that I will ever be done with that journey because how do you how do you process and ever really fully recover from the loss of a parent when that parent is still alive right um so i'm still on that but i'm i'm working on me i'm working on my self-love my ability to 
take care of myself, mm -hmm. um, my ability to set boundaries, my ability to know my self-worth yeah. and not put that in anyone else's hands or in any in the hands of any um, situation or, or people, which is really hard. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. And it's a constant reminder of telling yourself, I am enough. Um, I am worthy. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of reading Brene Brown. <laughs> It's a lot of watching Brene Brown clips and videos of when she's on Soul Sundays, you know. <laughs> it's a lot of that. But I also want to be the best version of myself, the best person that I can be for me. And I also want to be the best parent that I can be. And if I don't deal with my traumas, I'm going to make our kids suffer for that. And that's not fair. Yeah. And I, I'd love to, you know, take a second and just give you some credit because I've been on this journey with you. Um, you know, watching you go through that was really hard, but it's nothing compared to what you had to sit through and like go through. And I'm just so proud of how far you've come because yeah. I think in the beginning, like you said, you were numbing a lot. I don't think you ever truly knew how to like express yourself yeah like, truly express yourself and I remember that being kind of a issue for you and I yeah um where you know just for our listeners I'm all about emotions and expressing myself and stuff was not and I was um, like okay you have five minutes what emotions do you need to get out <laughs> all right cool let's go yeah, to dinner yes um and so I just remember that that part in your life where you didn't want to like feel that and you didn't want to express what you were feeling because I don't think you knew how and then as you know the years have come by like passed by I've just watched how much you've developed and how much you embrace the realities and how much self-work you do like for you like it's really really inspiring and thank you you know putting everyone on Brene Brown like her work is amazing and I think that the fact that you've gotten to a place where you are seeking help in many different ways just yeah. shows you how far you've actually come. And so I'm really proud of you. Um, and I'm inspired by you. And it's helped me through my journey of like loss and stuff. So thank you for that. Thank you. For <laughs> coming. Um, so yeah, I think you mentioned, so Brene Brown is, is definitely someone that, you know, if nobody has read any of her stuff or watched any of her stuff, I would definitely look into it. She really, you know, digs deep into like the feelings that we talked about, shame, yeah. vulnerability, things like that. And I, I think that for, well, first you should watch her TED Talk on vulnerability because um, I think that's a great introduction to her work. Um, but two, I think for people who may, who may have been like me, where I was like, I've numb for so long that I don't like, I don't think I'm capable of feeling. And then maybe for people like you who are just like, I have so many emotions that I don't, I don't know what exactly I'm feeling. I think her work is great because she defines, she, she provides definitions, um, for things like shame, guilt, um, regret, all sorts of things, all regret, all sorts of things, um, but, it, you know, in, some of, in, in all of her books, she offers a framework mm -hmm. for how to get through, how to live a wholehearted life, um, 
how to process the stories that we tell ourselves um, based off of like some some like inner traumas that we may have. And for people who were not raised to deal with emotions or to process emotions, I think it can be very daunting to say like, I've just experienced this loss and I'm so stuck. Like I want to move forward, but how do I do that? Right? Because a lot of a lot of times you hear someone and they're like, yeah, you know, like, I had this loss and I just, you know, I just got in the right mindset. I worked out and then I, I made it through. And you're like, what was the mindset? Yeah. Um, how did you do that? Yeah. And I think Brene Brown's books offer that how. Yeah. The how. And I think that's super important for people going through that, the how. And also for me, I think that watching her stuff and, you know, all the other self-help um, authors out there, researchers. For me, I always feel better when I know someone's been through it. Absolutely. When I know someone has made it to the other side. Yeah. Because you have this sense of like, okay, this isn't, I'm not alone in this. Like this happens to people and they feel better after a little while. It, you know, it, it's still part of their journey, but yeah. I don't know, there's something about like knowing someone else went through something similar that just like find comfort in it. Um, and so leaning in on people who, leaning on people who have been through things similar, it doesn't have to be the same exact thing, but everyone goes through loss and they suffer and they yeah. have good times and bad times. And so um, I'd say lean, lean in on those people that you have in your life. Um, and kind of go from there yeah i would also say a lot of the things that we mentioned are like it's a privilege to be able to go out and buy Brene brown books and it's a privilege of the time to read the um the books and so i also don't want to discredit a lot of other things that i've used to deal with loss or or anger whatever emotion it may be and it's like the power of getting some sunlight yeah is like it's really it's really amazing just being out in nature. Like if you can get to a beach and just listen to the waves. Yeah. If you can go outside and listen to the wind on rustling on the trees. If you can um, go outside and just like feel the sun and maybe hear a bird chirping. Mm -hmm. Just ways for you to be able to process outside of your loss and really get grounded and calm the mind by just focusing on what's around you and the sights and the sounds, mm -hmm. I think that that can be very important. And I think that it can be very low risk because, you know, I've told you this before when you've been going through loss, I'm like, go outside, go outside. And you, if you go outside and you can only stay there for a minute, just come right back, but at least go outside, like take that one step and just go outside and close your eyes and take a deep breath and mm -hmm. feel the fresh air entering your lungs. Yeah. Or writing. You talk a lot about like, journaling and yeah. I know for some people that's not like their thing but um I've picked that up some more and it's an outlet it's an yeah. outlet for all those feelings that you have and so you know a lot of these things are when you're going through it, it seems like you don't have time or the capacity to kind of put yourself through but you know 
they help eventually if you keep up with it and you just try like stuff said like even if you want to write and you only write like a couple words like you wrote a couple words and yeah. maybe the next time you write like a full sentence or a page and or maybe you draw your hand like whatever it sounds funny but like just anything you need like a piece of paper and a pen and and whatever you need to just put something down on the paper to, to get you started. Yep. Even if you're just drawing a bunch of circles and squares just to get you started and then you figure out, okay, mm -hmm. I'm sad and you just write that down, yep. right? Like that's a start. Why am I sad, you know? Or even just like um, breathing, like focusing in on like your breathing and like maybe take your mind off of what you're doing and doing that or searching like you do the affirmation apps, like, I love affirmation apps. Like looking at those things and seeing that or, you know, just distracting yourself as well because, you know, you don't want to always be in those feelings. And even if you're distracted for a few minutes, like you were, a relief. you were showing me the other day, like uh, a couple funny like memes um, or you found this account and I was just dying laughing. And I was just like, wow, that was like really joyful. Like I was really in that moment. Um, so just trying to remember the things that like bring you joy or that are gonna distract. Watching a comedy special, mm -hmm. you know, watching your favorite show, yeah, hanging out with someone that like makes you feel good, give yeah. you that that has positive energy or that's gonna allow you to like be you. Um, yeah, taking a self care day. Yeah, those are good if you can, if you if you are are able to do that. Um, because sometimes also breaking out of a routine can really help you um, to be able to take a nap in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. to work out in the middle of the day, do things in the middle of the day that you're typically not able to do and, and just take life at a much slower pace. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else around loss that you wanted to share? No. Yeah. I think we, we went pretty deep into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope this was helpful. Just, you know, sharing some of, like, the loss we've been through. And there's there's definitely a long list of more loss that we've gone through. Yeah. Um, and I'm always open to sharing if anybody ever wants to talk. But um, I'm hoping that sharing this, you know, you were able to connect on in some way. And hopefully you heard some tips that you can follow uh, if you're going through a hard time or... Yeah. Um, in the future because unfortunately that's part of life so so yeah subscribe to continue listening to our content um, and if you want to drop us uh, a comment uh, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at trish.chat awesome thank you everyone till next time peace out bye